0: We begin this podcast by acknowledging Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples as the First Nations of Australia. They have never ceded sovereignty and remain strong in their enduring connection to land and culture. We acknowledge their elders, past, present, and emerging. This podcast is proudly supported by Drama Victoria. You're listening to The Aside, a podcast for drama teachers and students. I'm Nick Waxman, and today is an episode inspired by the document Teaching First Nations Content and Concepts in the Drama Classroom, Advice for Teachers in Victorian Schools, created by Kamara Bellwikes, Dr. Rachel Forges, and Daniel Haradsky. Today, we are speaking with Daniel Haradsky and Andrew Boone from Drama Victoria's Committee of Management. Both were involved in the development of this resource. This is the first of four episodes on this topic, and you can find a link to the resource in the episode description. And we welcome to the podcast Andrew and Danny.
1: Hi, Nick. Hi,
0: Nick. Uh, thank you very much for giving us all your time. So, we're going to jump into episode one. Uh, so, what is this document?
1: It is a teaching resource that drama teachers, can use, but also any teachers. I think it has sort of wider application drama Um, and we've been really happy to find that people outside schools are using it. So there's theatre companies and um, performance academies that are also finding this document really useful, which is really great.
0: Fantastic. And why is a document like this important, do you think?
1: So we have these mandates to teach First Nations content. So the uh, uh, cross-curriculum priority, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander histories and cultures. Um, So every single teacher at every single year level is required to teach First Nations content. Um, But for a variety of reasons, a lot of teachers are quite anxious about teaching this content. Um, Some of them resent it. There's a lot of ignorance. And teachers need help. Teachers need support. And ideally, you'd have a First Nations consultant available for every teacher to call on but that's not always possible and not, it's an unfair expectation that any First Nations person is going to be able to answer every single question a teacher has. Um, that's just not a possibility if you think about it. Um, so a resource like this which draws on so many different people's perspectives can be a, a support for teachers to really get started in this area. Excellent.
0: And on that, what do we say to those scared? What do we say to those too scared to get it wrong?
2: Yeah, it's, it's really, um, it, it's a big factor for teachers, isn't it? So that fear of getting it wrong, that fear of offending. Um, and I just, I think it's really important that, um, you acknowledge that fear, um, and you use, um, sort of that acknowledgement of that fear as a reason to overcome the fear, um, and, you know, as long as you're, you've got to look at what your intent is behind it as well, apart from mandated curriculum, um, you know, what is your intent in using um, First Nations content and concepts in your classroom? Um, acknowledge why it's important. Um, but the, the fear of getting it wrong is um, is worse than not doing it. So, if that makes any sense, like, we, we've got to get past that point where we're worried about, um, doing it wrong, so therefore we're not doing it. Um, that's worse than doing it wrong the first time, learning from your mistakes, because um, you inevitably will make mistakes. Mm. Um, you know, it's, it's not gonna be perfect every time. I haven't been perfect every time I've taught uh, con- uh, content and concepts in my classroom, but I acknowledge the mistakes and I make sure that I learn and I grow from it.
1: If I can add to that, um, I think what I'd love is if we could start to see fear and anxiety and that sort of shame feeling as really useful flags that you can use if if you're feeling if you've got that little uneasy feeling that's probably a really good sign to dig into that and find out why you're feeling like that what do you need to know to get over that feeling but it's not that you shouldn't that you should try and push away those feelings of fear and anxiety but actually use them embrace them because they they can be very helpful
0: and if I can add to that, having read the document and done your workshop on the document, uh, it is very comprehensive. And I think people with those fears can have a read through a document like this and actually feel at ease thanks to this resource. Um, so how yeah. was it? Sorry. sorry just
2: add to that, it, it really, what, what I love about the document is it really feels like it's holding your hand uh, mm-hmm. through the process. Um, and just the, the way that it's framed, the way that it's set out in you know, it's so easy to read, it's question and answer. Um, you know, it doesn't give you all of the answers because um, the answers are not always so straightforward, and that's why it's an advice for teachers, not um, not a protocols document. It's not a, a list of rules. It's there to guide you to work through um, to work through the experience.
0: Great. So, how was how was this resource created?
2: Okay, So, quick background. <laughs> um, if we go back a, a few years, um, Kamara Bell Wikes, a First Nations playwright, um, artist, actor, um, she was the education consultant at Ilbidjuri Theatre Company and she was continually, um, had question after question after question from teachers asking her, how do I do this, what do I do? And um, she was getting a bit sort of overwhelmed, like thinking, well, I, I, I don't know, do I have all of the answers? Um, am I the, the sole voice that can, um, that can guide teachers through this? And so she ended up partnering uh, with Dr. Rachel Forgas from Monash University and um, together they got together an advisory panel of First Nations artists from all over Australia. That's one thing that's really important to know is it's, um, even though the, the document says advice for teachers in Victorian schools, because, you know, yeah, we're based in Victoria and that's where it has been framed, the voices are from countries all over Australia. Um, so, there were lots of different perspectives in the advisory panel of artists and educators. And so, from that, all of those um, the meetings with the advisory panel, they were recorded and then they were transcribed <laughs> and then Danny went through them <laughs> um, and you sort of took out all of the, the important things and um, uh, concepts that the advisory panel discussed. Um, and, you know, the discussions were... I mean, I was a part of it. It was it was a really beautiful discussion, but it was difficult at some points. Um, there was moments where the artists were a bit unsure about um, what we, as educators, were talking about, and sort of releasing that, um, giving that permission for this to happen in the classroom. And that's the most I think another most important thing to think about with the document is this is for education purposes only. We're not looking at um, uh, well, not only, so there's some elements that do have um, um, implications for professional theatre, but um, ultimately it, it, it's an education resource and these, the advice in this document is for, to ensure that students all across Australia, First Nations and non-Indigenous, are learning about First Nations cultures, histories and perspectives um, throughout their education and you know, learning that through empathy. Um, so, yeah, then Danny and Rachel and Kamara as the, the lead authors um, went through many different drafts of the document. Um, Danny can probably elaborate on that. And, um, the final product was released at the end of last year.
1: Mm. Yeah, it's been quite a journey. Um, I feel incredibly lucky to have been involved in working on it. Um, when I was reading the original transcripts, which was hun- hundreds of pages of, of people having these amazing, rich discussions. And I was just like, oh, I wish, I wish every drama teacher could have the experience of just reading these discussions verbatim. Um, but it's a bit of a big ask to ask every teacher to do that. So I tried to pull out, pull out that complexity, keep that complexity still in there rather than simplifying it down um, a list of dos and don'ts, which um, had been a major aim of Kamara and Rachel from the start, that it not be that sort of simplistic list, but be, be, be the questions rather than the answers is maybe a way to put it. Um, yeah, so we had the, the journey of the resource has been quite entwined with the Drama Victoria Theatre Festival which in 2019 made a commitment to work with First Nations artists as a stimulus for the festival, um, which kind of gave us this massive um, impetus, this this big push to get this document ready because they needed advice and support to go on that journey. So we got an abridged version of the resource done in time for that in 2019. Um, And then the, the festival kind of was like a testing ground. So we got feedback from the teachers who were using it Um, and then put the rest of the advice in because it had just focused on devised performances for that abridged version. Um, And then, yeah, so we sort of had a little soft launch last year at the Drama Victoria conference. And then we went, it was very important to us to get endorsement from VAI or the Victorian Aboriginal Education Association. And that was achieved early this year. And then we're coming up to the final sort of launch publication point with um, Monash University doing a sort of large scale uh, launch in November in time for NAIDOC week.
0: Well, great. Well, you just mentioned the VAE AI. Can you talk a little bit about why it's important that they, in, or what does it mean that they endorse this resource?
1: Yeah. So VAI are the peak body for Aboriginal education in Victoria and they've been this sort of major force since the 1980s and then before them, before, the, before they were officially VAI, they were uh, the v- VAECG. Um, and they are leading First Nations educators and Elders from across the state who support Koori students and support teachers to teach this kind of content. Uh, and they're just this amazing group of people. Um, to get their endorsement, we first presented it to their education committee. Uh, their, their, sorry, their curriculum committee. Uh, and then, which is led by FASO LF Siniotis. Um, and they liked the resource so much that they wanted to get a sort of full endorsement from the full committee. So uh, it was presented to all these um, elders and leaders from around the state and we went and presented in this room and it was quite scary and quite amazing to be there and to have all these incredible people read it and give their endorsements, say this: yes, this is what we'd like you to be teaching. Um, so it really does have this approval, this endorsement from leaders around the state and I think that's some incredible to have.
2: Unanimous
1: yeah
2: Uh, unanimous support too
0: yes really important and there's something worth noting from the artist's point of view too right
1: They, they 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 don't put themselves forward as experts on first nations cultures who have all the answers that they they have their own perspective and it might not be a perspective that's shared by every single first nations person in australia um and it's not trying that's not what the resource is trying to be it's not trying to be everyone's answer, it's trying to be these perspectives, here's what these people think, they don't agree.
2: <laughs> yeah, and that's why um, it was also one great thing about the document is the voice of the artists and the educators in that from the advisory panel is littered throughout the document um, to sort of balance, you know, why the advice is given. Um, so, you know, the, the question and answer and then the advice but also then uh, direct quotes from. the the perspectives of the First Nations artists in the room.
0: Thank you. And so what does this document mean for teachers and students?
2: It means use it.
1: (laughs) It means, I think, so many of the questions that teachers ask, they're literally in the index. So, if you're starting to do this work, you're going to have a lot of questions. If you're in the middle of doing this work, you're going to have a lot of questions. And a lot of those questions... Uh, if not fully answered, at least advice is given for them. Um, so it's sort of, it goes back to that idea of it would be lovely if you could have a consultant in every classroom, but in the meantime, this document can stand in as a bit of a consultant, if that makes sense.
0: Absolutely, it does. So how can this document be used?
1: In lots of ways. <laughs> um, so... It is available on the internet freely um, through Drama Victoria's site and then also through Ilbitri and Monash University. Um, And I think it's valuable to read all the way through in one go. But if you're in a situation, um, for example, for example, when I started teaching in this area, like really pushing myself to start teaching, um, I had an incident where Students inadvertently created this extremely racist performance. Their intentions were good, but their outcomes were quite horrendous. Um, and they, they were sort of aware of it, and the other students in the class were aware of it. Um, and then the bell went, and they all streamed out, and I went, oh, gosh, that was not a good situation. And if I had this document, then I could have um, flicked through the questions to the one which says, what if my students do something racist? And then there is some advice there about how you can plan to avoid those moments, but also if they happen, don't be surprised. It's bound to happen. It doesn't matter what the students intended, it was racist. Um, It was a really fun, it ended up being a really fantastic teachable moment through and we had a big class discussion about it and it became an opportunity for the students to learn. Those students became so careful about what they did and so actually empowered to have these discussions themselves if they saw incidents. And it was it was actually an amazing moment. But I would have felt a lot more supported if I'd had this resource at that moment to kind of hold my hand through it.
0: Thank you very much. And, and the, the document also has a bunch of uh, links in it, a number of different questions that people are going to come up against when they're working with First Nations content and... Uh, those beginner questions people might want to ask and the more nuanced questions as well. So the advice for now is to go and check out this document and there will be a link to the document in the episode description. Uh, But we're going to jump into episode two in a moment. So hopefully our listeners will keep on listening because we are going to be covering uh, a range of different content on this document such as uh, approaching First Nations content in the classroom, approaching First Nations content in performance, and engaging with live or recorded First Nations content. Huge thanks to you, Andrew and Danny, uh, for explaining this document. Are you excited to uh, keep talking through these episodes?
1: Sounds good. Thanks, Nick.
0: That is all for this episode of The Aside. There are three more episodes in this series, so I encourage you to keep listening to those. If you are trying to find a link to this resource, one can be found in the description of this episode. If you have a question or you would like to suggest a topic for a future episode, do not hesitate to contact us at asidepodcast at outlook.com. We answer a number of emails each week and will happily answer yours. There are a load of episodes in the bank, so feel free to go through those and find one that piques your interest. Thank you to Eltham College for letting us record here, to Aaron Searle for providing the music, to Drama Victoria for their ongoing support, and of course, thank you for listening.